Hello, this is Tony Clarkson and Michael Rachel. Hi. I welcome you to Time Out for Something Spiritual. And today we'd like to uh, talk about disturbed houses and poltergeists. Mm. That's a big subject, Michael. It is a big subject, yeah. And a, a, a misunderstood subject. Uh, if I can start, Tony, uh, I've got personal experience of poltergeist activity. Uh, in that uh, one night, uh, Jane wasn't with me on this particular night, I was by myself, and um, there was a tremendous crash from downstairs. I was in bed, and I went downstairs, and we had this huge mirror over the fireplace, and it was in pieces across the floor. And I thought, well, fair enough, maybe the, uh, the fixings, the roll plugs have come out, and it's with age, it's just fallen off the wall. I went back upstairs, and as I got into bed, a picture on the far wall fell off and I knew that there was some activity. The following morning uh, I tuned in and discovered that on a visit to a church... Can, can I just add uh, for the listeners yeah. uh, that you are a psychic medium Yes. and tuning in means... Uh, uh, yes, of course, yes. Tuning uh, in means uh, connecting to a higher vibration to see what's going on that's right. and what's the reason for the disturbance. Yeah. Uh, and in doing that, I discovered that we'd visited a church on an open day and uh, someone had followed us home, a spirit had followed us home, a young lady. And the young lady had been a teacher in this particular church. And she'd obviously died and passed on, but hadn't moved on to where she was supposed to be. And we reckon she was there for about 100 years in that church, Good waiting heaven. to be moved on, not knowing what to do, how to go to where she was supposed to be. Uh, and so we, uh, I asked for one of my guides to, uh, one of my guiding influences, to, to take her to where she was supposed to be. And he did. Uh, and as usual in these uh, cases, I saw her encased in light. Suddenly there was a bright light around her. She disappeared, and that was it. That was the end of it. Now, the only way that she could communicate through her frustration was to throw things around. And so she'd thrown the, the mirror off the wall to alert me to the fact that she was around. I hadn't taken notice. I wasn't sure whether it was paranormal activity. And so she'd thrown another photograph off the wall uh, uh, that was the only way that she could communicate with me. But then in tuning in, I got the story from her as to, to what had happened and where she was, and she was frightened and didn't know where to go. And so, not a malevolent spirit, but somebody who was lost. And so, is it fair to say that, as a spirit, it was the high emotion within her... Yes. ...that, that created yes. the physical disturbance. Absolutely right. It right. manifested as, as moving things right. on a material level. Right. It reminds me of that film Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yes, uh, yes. I, I remember as a ghost he scared a cat. <laughs> yes, yes. And, it's it's uh, often the only way that they can communicate. Communicate. But it doesn't mean because there is disturbance that that disturbance is malevolent. In this case it was suddenly fr someone frustrated right. and wanting to, to get out of the situation that they'd been in. Now I said that she was around for about 100 years. To her it wouldn't have seemed like that amount of time. Time is, is a different factor when you move yeah. on to spiritual vibrations. Yeah. She will have known that she's been, she'd been there for some time, but not for 100 years. So the answer to uh, an issue like pictures being coming off the wall in a house uh, is for the uh, emotion that's just been 
discharged from a spirit to be moved on. Yes, but having said that, that was a benevolent case. There are malevolent cases as there well. Are, right, that's what I was going to And get. I've been asked to visit disturbed houses in the past where some very unsavoury things have been going on. Uh, and there have been some very angry spirits who have threatened me, uh, didn't want to be moved on from their houses, uh, were disturbing families. And yes, they, they might not have much of a, a reckoning with me, but they reckoned without the guiding influences that work with me. And so we, we have a guide that we're both familiar with called the Big Indian, uh, because he's a tall gentleman and he was a Native American. It's our nickname for him. And in the case of one disturbed house, when somebody was threatening me, he appeared in front of me. He placed a cross of light between me and the person who was doing the threatening. And he pushed them with this light force out of the house. Good heavens. Out of the house. But there's, there's a, a disturbing coda to this in that the reason that the house was disturbed in the first place was that a young girl who lived in the house had lost her brother at an early age. Couldn't forgive God in her view for taking her brother early, was very angry with God and wanted to cause chaos and attracted chaos to the house. Uh, a few weeks after the house had been cleared, and it had been cleared, and if I remember clearly, there were at least three malevolent spirits in that house. I got a phone call to say, it's starting again. Now, I'd sat down with the, with the girl in question. Uh, the big Indian had told me what to say to her and had said, look, you've got to let go of this bitterness. Uh, you've got to forgive, and there's nothing to forgive God for in any case. Uh, and if you don't, then you will bring, you will attract more disturbance into the house. And that's what she was doing. And I said to the parents, I said, I'm sorry. Until she changes her attitude, there's absolutely nothing I can do. Because each time I clear the house, she will bring back more malevolent activity. Wow. Wow. So I know people listening to this are thinking, what hope have we got if we get in a house like that? Well, you have to have someone who can see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, bell, book and candle is not the way. If you imagine that you're on the other side <laughs> and you're, you're sat there, perhaps you don't want to leave your house. Right. You don't want to go on into the spiritual uh, spheres. And you, you're sat there and in comes someone with bell, book and candle and says, Be gone, spirit! It would make you laugh, wouldn't right. it? It has to be, you've got to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. Why is that spirit there? Yeah. Just for the listeners again, bell, book, candle... Uh, that, is that a program on Netflix? It's the traditional religious approach okay. to getting rid of spirits. Okay. So-called malevolent I spirits. Get it. I get it. And so there is a, an incantation uh, from a book. There is a set uh, series of words that are spoken, and right. then there is the command to be gone, and it does nothing. Right. It does nothing. Right. Uh, you, you've got someone on the other side that either ignores it or laughs at it. Right. You need to get, what is wrong with that spirit? Why are they in the house? Why won't they move on? Right. Do they realise they're dead? I've had uh, examples, many examples over the years of people not realising that they're dead, that they've gone. Right. And so they hang around their house thinking, why are these people in my house? Someone else has bought their house. Why are these people in my house? Get out. Not realising that it is they who need to move on, not the new family that's moved into their house. Wow. Wow. 
But I, I suppose that, that there is a there's a caution with this. I sometimes come across, or used to come across at spiritualist churches, uh, and it seemed to be predominantly young girls who after the service would come to me pale and shaking and say, what do you think about Ouija boards? Oh. And they would have been trying to contact the paranormal, other vibrations, via a Ouija board. And as a result of that, have invited in uh, malevolent spiritual forces that have terrified them, and have set up shop, as it were, in their houses, and need to be uh, need to be dispelled, dispersed. And so, please, folks, don't be tempted to use a Ouija board. A Ouija board is like making a telephone call and not knowing who's on the other end of the the call. They could say anything to you. I'm I'm your brother. I'm your sister that moved on years ago. Not necessarily. You need discipline when connecting with the spiritual spheres. So go through a reputable medium or leave it alone. Don't try through a Ouija board. And once that is open through the a Ouija board, it's open, isn't it? It is open. Yeah. Yeah, it's an open... By volition, it's an open flow of energy. Yeah. 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 Shouldn't be done at all. I think that's a, a good place to end this session, Michael. And I think it's good advice and a very cautionary note to say to people, do not mess with Ouija boards. Don't mess with Ouija boards. If you suspect that there is disturbance in your house, get someone in who can see what is happening. Get yeah. a competent medium in who can see what is happening and can ask what needs to be done because each case is different. It's a negotiation. It is. Yeah. But in many, many cases, it's not because the spirit is malevolent. It's because they haven't realize that they've moved on they don't want to move on from their house for some reason they're afraid uh, and they just need advice and uh, a steer in the right direction from yeah higher vibrations yeah right michael thank you so much for that uh i'm sure a lot of the listeners will find this a very interesting topic uh and so it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me god bless bye-bye take care bye-bye